Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Daring Dialogues. I'm your host today, Shantae Charles. I hope that you're having a great and wonderful day thus far, and I hope that you're having a great and wonderful February, and I hope that you're having a great and wonderful Black History Month, and I hope that you had a great and wonderful Black Love Day on yesterday, and I hope that you're having a great and wonderful Love Day. Now, we know that this is one of the most marketed days, right? One of the most marketed days in the world for love. So I hope that you have shared love, spread love, told someone you love them, appreciated the people in your life who love you. And along that vein, I'm going to be doing a short show today because I am going to be showing love to my love. Today is his anniversary of being cancer-free for over three decades. And we um, typically do something to celebrate that. And so we're gonna be celebrating uh, this morning. So that's what I'm doing for this day. What are you doing? Comment below. Today, we're only gonna look at one book. I started to get into drama free, but I was like, man, that conversation is going to be so powerful and I don't want to shortchange the conversation that needs to be had around this topic of trauma across generations. So we're going to hit that on next week as the Lord wills. And we're going to hop back into the six types of boundaries in Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. Both of these books, again, are by Nedra Glover-Tawab, Dr. Tawab. Um, has been helping us really define and dig into this thing called boundary setting. Last time we looked at the, the physical boundary. Today we're going to look at sexual boundaries, intellectual boundaries, emotional boundaries. So we'll do those three today. And then I'm going to open it up for some conversation. <clears throat> Here we go. Sexual boundaries. It's never okay to touch anyone's body without consent. 
and children can never consent to sexual acts. I don't know why this is hard for people to understand, but for a lot of people, unfortunately, it is hard to understand. Um, People tend to, especially if a child is physically maturing and they look older, oftentimes um, when dealing with people who have dealt with abuse, they were often told that, well, you looked older, so I thought it was okay. No, children can never consent to sexual acts. Touching, making sexual comments, or engaging in sexual acts without express consent is a violation of sexual boundaries. It's never acceptable for children to be placed in any sexual situation, even a sexual discussion in their presence. That is actually considered a form of grooming, by the way. Since children can't communicate sexual limits, adults must adhere to appropriate behavior with children. Now, if you have not heard my story about um, my encounters with types and forms of sexual abuse, I did share in detail um, about my own life and my own story with um, V. Terrell Hill on his YouTube channel entitled Safe Spaces with V. Terrell. And I am under his playlist on abuse and I am episode number six. So if you want to check that out and learn a bit more about my story, it is available over there. Unlike other boundaries that need to be spoken to be understood, many sexual ones are unspoken because they are the rules of society. These include intimate assault, physical assault, and molestation. Examples of sexual boundary violations, sexual abuse, assault, or molestation. Comments about someone's sexual appearance or someone's appearance in a sexual way. Touching in a sexually suggestive manner, sexual innuendos and sexual jokes. And all of these things, um, if you go to any of your basic workplace training, you should be getting a training on this about sexual harassment, what that looks like, how not to engage in it, what to do if you are a um, been made a party to it, what to do if you have encountered it. That is by law in most states a part of your training that you have to go through in the workplace, right? Setting a sexual boundary sounds like this. Your comments about my appearance make me feel uncomfortable. I'm not interested in a sexual relationship with you. Move your hand off of my leg. Stop. No, your comment isn't funny. It's sexually inappropriate. Here are a few ways to honor your sexual boundaries. Number one, report sexual misconduct that you have experienced or witnessed. Number two, don't make excuses for poor conduct. Let's head on over to intellectual boundaries. Intellectual boundaries refer to your thoughts and your ideas. You're free to have an opinion about anything you want. And when you express your opinion, your words shouldn't be dismissed, belittled, or ridiculed. However, Staying mindful of what topics are appropriate versus inappropriate in a specific situation is another way of respecting intellectual boundaries. 
When Alex was young, her father told her that her mother had an affair. Although the information was truthful, it wasn't appropriate for Alex to know this at a young age. When a parent has an inappropriate conversation like this with a child, it's an intellectual boundary violation. Other examples of intellectual boundary violations that we often see online because a lot of people do not understand how to carry themselves in a social setting or how to carry themselves via social media. I see lots of inappropriate boundaries um, or people who lack boundaries and people who overshare through social media. And when I say overshare, I'm not necessarily talking about a conversation that you may be having publicly with someone you know. But oftentimes, if you go on any of these sites, a lot of times people are just spilling their whole life story um, on public sites to people that they don't know. You, you don't know the other person on the other side of that. Um, and so sometimes you can get into some intellectual boundary violation in that way. Um, another way that you can do that is not respecting the intellectual boundaries of others or what they are trying to converse about. We see this all the time on social media. You can be talking about the sky and you can be talking about how the sky is blue and somebody will slide into your comment talking about tomatoes. <laughs> and they will have soon, they will have thrown the entire conversation off of the blue sky that you were talking about and have everybody in your comment section going back and forth with them about tomatoes. Happens all the time. Examples of other intellectual boundary violations. Calling someone names for their beliefs or opinions. Yelling during disagreements. Really ridiculing someone for their views and thoughts. Dismissing someone because of disagreements. Demeaning a child's mother or father in front of the child. Telling children about problems they are not emotionally capable of handling. They're not an adult. Setting an intellectual boundary sounds like this. You can disagree without being mean or rude. I don't think this is an appropriate conversation to have with a child. I won't talk to you if you keep raising your voice. That was a mean joke and I am offended. I just said something and you dismissed it. Why? Here are a few ways to honor your intellectual boundaries. If you're a parent, refrain from discussing adult matters with your children. Don't emotionally dump on your children. When people say, when people have young children and they say, oh, my children are my best friends, that tells me that you probably are violating their boundaries with the knowledge and information that you're sharing with them. If they're not adults, refrain from discussing adult matters with your children. Number two, be respectful of people who are different from you. Last one for today, emotional boundaries. When you share your feelings, it's reasonable to expect others to support you. For some of us, however, expressing emotions isn't easy. So when someone belittles your emotions or invalidates your feelings, they are violating your emotional boundaries. This can make you feel uncomfortable the next time you want to express your emotions. 
Alex tried to tell her father how he felt, how she felt, but he repeatedly dismissed her or told her how to feel. Eventually, she stopped sharing with him at all and began to distrust her own emotions. She wondered, is it right to feel sad about this? Seeking validation, she asked her friends if what she felt was okay. Because her emotional boundaries had been violated, Alex was handicapped by the opinions of others. She didn't trust herself about feedback from other, without feedback from other people. With healthy emotional boundaries, you express your feelings and personal information to others gradually, not all at once. This also means you share only when it's appropriate and you choose your confidants carefully. In an Instagram poll, I asked, have you ever shared a friend's secret with someone else? 72% said, yes, I've shared a secret. I received several DMs explaining why the secrets were shared. Here are a few reasons. The secret was too burdensome. There was a safety concern. I can't keep a secret. I tell my partner everything. Examples of emotional boundary violations. Sharing too much or too soon. Sharing inappropriate emotional information with children. Emotional dumping or excessive venting. Pushing someone to share information they aren't comfortable sharing. Invalidating someone's feelings. Telling people how to feel, such as, you shouldn't be sad about that. Minimizing the impact of something such as, that wasn't really a big deal. Pushing people to move past complicated feelings swiftly. Gossiping about the personal details of another person's life. Setting an emotional boundary sounds like, when I share things with you, I expect you to keep them confidential. I feel uncomfortable sharing my feelings. I would feel better if you acknowledge what I'm saying with a nod. I hear that you have a lot of things going on. I don't feel equipped to help you. Have you considered talking to a therapist? I don't feel comfortable talking about that topic. It isn't okay for you to tell me how I should feel. My feelings are valid. I will take my time processing my feelings. Don't rush me to move on. It's okay for me to feel how I feel in any situation. Here are a few ways to honor your emotional boundaries. One, ask people if they want you to just listen or if they're looking for feedback. This will help you determine whether or not to offer suggestions. Two, share, with, share only with people you trust and who can indeed hold space for your emotions. All right, very good advice regarding emotional boundaries, sexual boundaries, and intellectual boundaries. When we come back next week, as the Lord wills, we'll be looking at material boundaries and time boundaries. All right, I'm going to open it up. We've got about 15, 20 minutes here. So let's get it on and cracking with some discussion. And if you are listening by Google Play or Spotify, I want to thank you for your time and attention today. Consider your own boundaries this week and ask yourself, am I honoring my own boundaries? And then ask yourself another question. Am I violating someone else's boundaries? And what can I do? to adjust what I am doing so that I bring honor to them by honoring their boundaries. Take care, be well, and most importantly, be light.